In today's episode, I speak about goal setting as a sensitive and intuitive entrepreneur. Hello and welcome to the Successful, Sensitive and Intuitive Entrepreneur podcast. My name is Lydia Sophia Wilmsen and I am an intuitive success mentor for sensitive entrepreneurs. In this podcast, I speak about the challenges sensitive and intuitive entrepreneurs face. I offer you new perspectives and solutions as well as experiences of other entrepreneurs. Plus, I speak about my personal experience of being a highly sensitive person who has successfully built and scaled two businesses. All of that with the goal to make you and your business even more successful in your very unique and authentic way. Have fun and enjoy. We less strategic and more intuitive people really struggle with. We are all about feelings and emotions and following intuition. And we are not about numbers, about achieving goals, about creating strategies and then doing step one to five to get there. So I will highlight the three problems sensitive and intuitive entrepreneurs have with goal setting for you and give you an alternative, a solution, obviously. I really want to shift your perspective on goals so that you will start falling in love with them. Because they are beautiful. They can help you and your business tremendously. You just have to know how to deal with them, how to apply them, and how to see and experience them. The first issue we encounter is they take away your freedom and they feel deeply unnatural. As I already mentioned before, for us intuitive people, they often feel so unintuitive, actually counterintuitive. Setting goals feels like pressure, like being imprisonated, not being free. And I myself, I'm such a rebel. And if someone tells me how to do things and where to go and what to do, I just don't want to do it. Goals to me as a freedom lover and to my kind of people for such a long time felt like taking away my freedom. You know, like I just want to go with the flow. I will decide every day what I want to do. And perhaps I want to reach that amount of followers or make that amount of money. But the next day, perhaps I really just want to chill out and have a nice vacation And oh my goodness, I don't even want to say how much I work every day. Like all those thoughts really kept me from having goals or from really dealing with goals and checking the numbers and measuring the numbers. So how do we bring them together? Intuition, freedom and goals. The big question here. How do we bring together the intuitive creative side and the analytic? The free flow and the numbers. The left and the right part of the brain essentially. Let's start with this first issue and shift that for you. Goals are symbols. Goals work as an energetic direction giver. They are not there to be attained per se, but to stir you in the direction you want to go. They are symbols for the energy and vibration you want to be in on your next level. The vibration of where you are headed. They are a symbol for your desires. I think that's beautiful. They are a symbol for your desires. They are your desires expressed in numbers and in like measurable quantities, so to say. And the universe, 
your higher self, whatever you want to call it, will deliver what is the best vibrational match to those desires you have. It might come up with something even more crazy and cool than you could imagine right now. More amazing than the goal you set yourself. I really love this Bruce Lee quote, which is, A goal is not always to be reached. It often serves simply as something to aim at. And this is how I choose to see goals. And this actually has freed me. It frees up so much energy to me. I don't have to worry anymore if I pick the right goal or that it feels constrictive to me or yucky. It is something I can measure against. But I make the rules. I am in control. The goal is not controlling me anymore if I choose to see it as symbol for where I want to go and as a direction, like as a signpost. With that, I can freely pick goals because I know it's not about their achievement anymore. They are a symbol for my desires. They are numbers attached to my desire. And it's actually not about the number or to achieve the number. For me, it's much more intuitive to see it as my desire I want to achieve, the vibration I want to be in. And with that, I will achieve the numbers. I turn it around. It's not about the number anymore. It's about what that number stands for. And this helped me to let go of resistance towards making gold, so to say. The second issue is, so the first one was, they take away your freedom and feel unnatural. The second issue is, they set you up for failure or staying small. People shy away from having goals because of the fear of not achieving them and then feeling like a failure. I remember I hated to set goals because I was so frustrated that again, I wouldn't achieve them. Setting goals felt like setting myself up for failure. And I hear that from my audience and clients quite frequently too. So, for example, you pick a really ambitious goal, you don't really believe in it because it's so big, and then you don't achieve it, and you can say, look, I told you so, I'm just not made for it. In that way, it can even become an excuse for not making it work. Or you pick tiny numbers, you do achieve them, but it's not really a success, you know, it doesn't really move you forward. They keep you small. So either you have like crazy big numbers, crazy big goals. And yeah, you have stopped believing in yourself. You have stopped believing in them. You don't achieve them. And then you see it as another point or another evidence of you being a failure. Or you pick like really tiny goals. You do achieve them, but it's actually like you could have let it go. You know, you they don't really move you forward. They don't really help you to stretch yourself. Okay, so what if that is the case? That you have goals and they set you up for failure or you think you are set up for failure through the goals or they keep you small. How to shift that? How to let go of the fear of failing once again with big goals? And it's such a biggie. I hear this over and over again. When we start, when I start out with clients and we pick some goals, we create some goals together Almost every time this comes up, like, oh my goodness, I'm really uncomfortable with goals. I really don't know what to do because in the past I haven't achieved my goals. And they take them literally. They don't have this perspective you have now, what I just explained to you, that they are symbols for something and not necessarily to be achieved on paper. It can be, yes, but they don't have to be. They are signposts. They are a direction for you where you're headed. 
And that's important that you have that. So set your goal and then detach from it. Detach from the outcome. Let go of control how this is coming to pass. This is key. Detachment is one of the biggest success factors in your business and life, actually, because you give up the need to control. And with that, you give up the interference of your ego, your survival-based mind or your conditioned mind. As I said before, it is not about achieving anymore. Therefore, you can pick a big, ambitious goal, a big number, because this is the direction you are headed. And don't pick too small of a goal neither, as then you don't need to stretch too much and you will stay below your potential. So, about detachment. If I don't achieve a financial goal or deadline, and this happens quite frequently, however, I do have big goals, so it's actually not an issue if I set, set myself up for seven figures and then have multiple six figures and create like a year which is so much more than the last year. You know, it's still amazing. But if I just added like whatever, 100K to the same thing, I would probably achieve it, but I would have kept below or stayed below my potential. Okay, if I don't achieve that goal or deadline, I am fine. I don't take it personally. I am detached. And I know something better is on its way. I can't see it yet. I can only see it in retrospective. You know, when I look back, I can see how beautifully something played out, why it was actually beautiful that I didn't achieve that goal and something even more amazing came into my life. The goal or the achievement has no significance for my self-value. It has significance for my business. Of course, I can measure and I see if something needs to change or if like where I want to put more focus because where focus or where energy goes or where your focus lies, this is where growth will happen. But the emotional attachment is gone. And this is what sensitives and intuitives struggle with. The emotional attachment to goals and this is not necessary nor is it good. And also happiness for us sensitives and intuitives usually doesn't come through achievement. It can, but more often it comes through feeling life, through feeling emotions. So you will have your goals, but the focus on the energy behind it is much more important. And you will see if you have achieved that kind of energetic or that vibration. And this is so much more important than having achieved the goal itself, you know? Then the third issue, the one before now was they set you up for failure or staying small. And the third one now is the belief or the fear that you have no idea how to set goals. And to begin with, I had no idea about how to find them, how to set goals myself. Not at all. I was struggling with that constantly. The goals felt lifeless, not aligned with me, and just like blank numbers. No life behind that. No meaning behind that. Okay, 10k months. Beautiful, wonderful. It's a goal many have. Of course, I had that goal too. And because I thought this is the way it goes, I just pick something I hear very often and this is my number now. I ended up achieving that without a problem. That's not the issue here. However, in the beginning, I just picked that number because all the other people mentioned that basically. Okay, so how do you do that? Yes, you should take time and care in crafting them. That's not something you just do on the go. Of course, if you know how to do it and you have practiced it, then it happens on the go. But if you're new to that or if you're struggling with that, then take time and care in crafting them. 
And don't misuse them as a way to put yourself in overwhelm and stress. I mentioned that before. They are not there to stress you and overwhelm you. The numbers you choose depend on your personality. I will give you some, some ideas now on goal setting. If you're a very grounded person, you can have big, big goals. Because you're very grounded and that means you probably um, really take care of all the steps you're taking and you're not so much connected with perhaps the bigger vision. And then big numbers really challenge you. They really make you or force you to dream big. And if you're instead always floating in big dreams, in dreamland, and you never get things done, smaller goals can be better for you. And of course, you're not one or either. You have to choose. You have to, what I say, you have to check in with yourself. Are you more the dreamer and you need really like hands-on goals you can go or you can, you can follow step for step? Or do you need something to stretch yourself? Do you need something to help you dream bigger? And then check your alignment. My goals won't be yours. You have to find your process, your very individual goals. And you have to see if it's really the 10-figure goal, if it's the 100K, um, not 10-figure, 10K goal, if it's the 100K per month goal. Is it perhaps more a number, how big your audience um, should be or how many clients you want to have or in what time frame you want to achieve what? Or is it more a personal goal of happiness? So if you have a more immaterial goal, you can still adjust a scale to it or you can still um, put a scale to it. So you could say, okay, I am feeling happy um, more on a two or three level and I want to go to eight or nine. So you can still measure that, you know. Use what helps you, be it muscle testing. You can check this out on um, Google and find some ways how to do that. It's not easy to describe that um, in a podcast without video. You can use meditation, journaling to get clear on your goals. Very important, your goal should inspire you and stretch your comfort zone, but not be unbelievable nor bring you into panic mode. So you have to find that sweet spot. There are different modalities and frameworks, for example, like the SMART framework. I will quickly describe that to you. That means um, SMART is an acronym and it stands for Specific, Measurable, Attainable, Achievable, reasonable and time-bound. Specific means your goal shouldn't be too abstract. It could be, I want two hours of me time every day rather than I want a nice life. You know, you get it. The one is much more specific than the other one. Or it could be, I want to make 100K months instead of I just want to make more money. Okay, so not too abstract. Measurable. You should be able to put a number to it. 10K income, 50 customers, 10 people in your group program, 20 hours work, happiness, as I said, a scale from one to eight. What do you want to achieve? Happiness of 10. And right now you are at a five. Attainable, achievable means it should be a stretch, but not an overstretch. Otherwise, it would be a misaligned goal. Overstretch always is a sign for a misalignment. Understretch as well. So the sweet spot means that's alignment. And you can check that. As I said, do muscle testing. Check yourself. Ask your intuition. Does this really excite me? Does this goal excite me or does it freak me out? We don't freak out. We don't want freak out. We want excitement. And we also don't want boredom. 
we really want excitement. So perhaps on the left side, you have boredom. On the right side, you have freak out moment or freak out situation. And in the middle would be excitement. And this is the energy you want to have behind your goal. Reasonable means this is very relative. However, here as well, it should be a stretch, but not putting you in overwhelm. Quantum leaps are great. However, they need to be grounded in your life over a time. I'm all for big goals. You know, I always had big goals in every area of my life. I have high standards. I hold myself accountable to high standards as I do other people. That means I'm in alignment if I choose big goals. But for other people, you know, it could be that it's misalignment. My goals would be not in alignment for them. So reasonable really is very relative and very specific to every person. And then the T stands for time bound. Put a time frame to it. What I recommend is to work with a three to five month time frame. If you listen to the target energy audio or target energy energy episode, you know what I'm talking about. Have a time frame. If it's that time frame when you work with your target energy, yes. And if you have bigger goals for the next five to 10 years, that's also good. There is not a way to go. You know me by now. I never tell you how to do it because it's very specific. There are people who work really, really well with very long time frames. I don't. The biggest time frames I have is one year and I have one goal, which is one and a half years in the future. And other than that, I have shorter term goals. And there are people who know where they will be in 10, 15, 20 years. I don't know. My life is so crazy. My, what I, like how I change, how I grow, what happens in my life is so crazy. I could have no idea where I would be. And I for sure would probably choose something which would keep me below my potential. So I don't enjoy goals in 10 or 20 years um, time frame. But for other people, that's the way to go. Important is to have a time frame. So the SMART framework means the S stands for specific, the M stands for measurable, the A stands for attainable or achievable, the R for reasonable, and the T for time bound. I am usually not too specific with that process. I don't sit down and really do the SMART pro like figure it all, all out because my goals come intuitively to me. However, they always are mostly in that framework. So if I look back, they do have those points in them. And last but not least, let me remind you, it's not about the goal. It's about how you execute. We very often only focus on the end result. What's the perfect goal for getting the process in between from where you are and where you want to go? like where you are right now and towards the, um, where the goal is. It's important to set goals, inspiring goals, measurable goals. However, that's when the real work starts, my dear. When the energetic work starts and the time to tune in with your intuition on what your next steps are. Okay, that's it for today. In this episode, I address the three issues for sensitive and intuitive entrepreneurs when it comes to goal setting the big problems. The first one being that they take away the feeling that they take away your freedom. The second one that they seemingly set you up for failure. And the third one that you don't know how to set them properly. And I obviously gave you some ideas and some perspective shifts around that. Did you like this podcast episode? 
then I would be super grateful if you gave me a five-star rating and review on iTunes. That really helps. And please subscribe to the podcast and share it with people who you know can benefit from it. You can find all links to my social media profiles, my website and contact form in the show notes. And whenever you are done playing on your current level and you are ready to embrace a life of more, ready to unapologetically go for your biggest dreams in business and life, actually, message me and I'll get back to you in the coming days. Thank you for listening and until the next episode, much love to you, Lydia. Lydia.